Welcome to Sky Women. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Moyers, a wife, mom, and board-certified OB-GYN. This is a place to educate, empower, and inspire. Join us each week as we share the power of women's stories. Real women, real stories, real inspiration. Put on your stretchy pants. Let's get going. Hello, Sky Women. This week, we're going to talk about when should your daughter come to see the OB-GYN because this comment, this question is so common. Um, so it's kind of, it's going to be your complete guide to your first gynecologist visit. Okay. But I'm talking mostly to the mamas because you are the ones who are listening to this podcast. Feel free to share it with your daughter. Um, so first, um, first of all, the reason that this is the topic of choice today is because I was out for my walk and I was thinking about next weekend, whenever I'm teaching the girlology course, which is a fabulous parent daughter puberty course that kind of goes over all the groundwork of what to expect, what's going on with my changing body. This is really geared for the young girl pre-puberty, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, even 12 year old, just depending like, you know, your daughter best and developmentally where she is, if she's curious what's going on, if she's going through those changes, et cetera. Because when we empower these young girls, um, they fear less the more that they know. And I certainly wish that I had this, um, when before starting puberty, uh, before the sixth grade sex ed class that we had, um, because it seemed like that's when we were learning about our changing body, when our bodies were already starting to go through these changes. And we had all these preconceived notions because of what we had seen in 17 magazine or heard from friends, et cetera, or seen portrayed on TV. So God knows we all needed like some clarity around puberty. So I'm really excited about teaching this course in Dr. Uh, Andrea Wadley, who is a pediatrician, is going to join us for this course. So I think it's going to be really fun. This is a program that has been taught nationwide and it's been tested time and time again. It's so fun to see the girls go through this transformation from scared, embarrassed, hiding their face in their jacket or behind a friend's back to, you know, some, at some point after the break, they are engaged, they're interactive, they're asking questions. They get to see the different types of bras and tampons and pads and how much does the tampon absorb and, you know, all the hygiene questions, like everything is addressed in this course. It's so fun and interactive. So if you have a girl or know a girl or a family with a, a girl in that age range, um, I will include the link in the show notes send them our way. Okay. But then moving forward, when we're thinking about, you know, seeing the OB-GYN for, you know, pubertal changes or any concerns with periods, et cetera. Like, I really wish that I was prepared for that visit. It was such an uncomfortable, embarrassing visit. I just was, remember riding in the car with my mom. I knew that we were going, but I did not know at all what to expect. And I remember being mortified as this older gentleman did my exam and I laughed through the entire exam because it was so incredibly embarrassing. So this common question, when should my daughter come see you? So the typical recommendation by the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology is between the ages of 13 and 15. But oftentimes we don't see teenagers until there's a problem or they become sexually active. So a few things up front that I want you to know. 
One, a pelvic exam does not have to be done unless there is a problem. That first visit may just be talking with the doctor. Number two, it's a great preventative visit for your teenager to get solid information. She may have questions about cramps, acne, weight, alcohol, drugs, smoking, sex, emotional ups and downs, birth control, or sexually transmitted infections. And the OBGYN is a great resource to ask all of these questions. Number three, a virginity test does not exist. Number four, the human papillomavirus, or I'm sorry, the human papillomavirus vaccine prevents cancer. Cancer of the cervix, the vulva, the vagina, the rectum, the esophagus, the penis. I do recommend it. The target age is 11 to 12 years of age for boys and girls, but it can be given later. It is safe. Number five, it's important to your teenager to know that she has a relationship with her doctor and a safe place to talk. So be okay with waiting in the waiting room and giving her some space. Let her hear it from a trained professional. So you will be in um, parent, trusted parent or trusted adult and um, daughter will be in the room initially to get proper history and address any specific concerns, um, kind of have a, a list of where we're going and then um, adult will step out of the room and wait in the waiting room and give um, her some time uh, with the provider to get any questions answered. Okay, so now that we've kind of laid the groundwork and some expectations about the first gynecologic visit, let's get into it. So you've mostly probably heard stories about the first um, gyne visit. Maybe these were told by well-meaning friends, or perhaps you saw stories on TV or the internet. Some of these stories may be true, but let's set the record straight, because many of them probably are not. It's perfectly normal to be a bit nervous or embarrassed about your first visit to the gynecologist. Parents can really help to prepare your daughter to, you know, discuss the first appointment and what's going to happen at the first appointment. You can share this resource with her to help get her prepared. So your first OB-GYN visit or annual exam, let's talk about everything that you need to know. So first of all, when an obstetrician gynecologist is a doctor who specializes in the healthcare of women. So girls should have their first gen visit somewhere between the ages of 13 and 15. If you're feeling about a bit worried about the visit, let us know. We'll walk you through what to expect and put you at ease and everything can, uh, will be explained about what we're doing and how we plan to help keep you healthy. What does the gynecologist do on your first visit? So sometimes the first visit, we just wanna talk about you and your health and what to expect at future appointments. The first visit can just simply be that talking of expectations um, and how to keep you healthy. We're gonna ask a lot of questions about you and your family. Some of them may seem personal, questions about menstrual period, sexual activity, um, concerns about there sometimes are concerns about confidentiality. And it's important, again, that um, patient knows that they have a relationship between um, patient and the doctor and that they can talk comfortably and freely and know that that information is confidential. It will help us if we 
can know the date of um, last menstrual period, first day of the last menstrual period. Um, we'll ask questions about the regularity of your periods. Are they coming predictable? Or are they ir um, irregular? How bad are your period cramps? Um, having any uncomfortable vaginal itching or vulvar itching? Um, are you sexually active? If you're having sex, are you using condoms or any other form of birth control? Nothing that you ask us will surprise us. Nothing is off the table because we talk to women all day, every day. Um, it may surprise you that um, we're concerned about your whole health, not just what's going on down there. Um, so we definitely want to talk about um, you know, depressed moods or, or if you're having any difficulty with weight or sleep problems or all of the things we want to talk about it. Okay. Special concerns that you are going to address with your OB-GYN. Um, most of them are normal parts of growing up. So cramps and problems with menstrual periods, acne, weight, sexual sexuality, birth control, sexually transmitted infections, alcohol, drugs, and smoking and emotional ups and downs. Okay. But if you have health problems such as very painful or heavy period, you may need certain tests. And so we're going to go over what those tests are, what they may look like. Okay. So, um, certain exams may be done at your first visit. Um, you can choose to have a nurse or a family member, um, with you for that part of the exam. Most of the exams that are performed would be either a general physical exam or external genital exam. Again, you usually do not need a pelvic exam at the first visit unless you are having problems such as abnormal bleeding or pain. If you are sexually active, you may need tests for sec certain sexually transmitted infections. Most of the tests that teens need can be done by the doctor with a urine sample though. You also may need some certain vaccinations, but that's kind of beyond the scope of this particular um, podcast. Okay, what happens during a general physical exam? So this exam is gonna be general height, weight, blood pressure, uh, listen to the heart and lungs and belly. Um, and, but an external genital exam, if we're doing that, um, then you may be given a mirror so that you can look at the vola as well. The exam is a good way to learn about your body and the names and the parts for each. But what if you need a pelvic exam or a pap? So first things first, the pap smear is not done until the age of 21. However, it is not uncommon that 21, 22, 23, this is the first time you're seeing the gynecologist. So if that's the case, a pap test would be recommended. Um, you and again, you probably will not need a pelvic exam, but if you did, um, we would, it involves three parts, looking at the vulva, looking at the vagina and the cervix with a speculum and checking the internal organs with a cleft hand. So this looks like the doctor using a speculum um, to look at the vagina and the cervix. And the pap test would be a swab of a sample of cells taken from the cervix with a small brush while the speculum is in place. To check internal organs, we place um, one or two gloved fingers, lubricated fingers, into the vagina up to the level of the cervix, and then the other hand presses on the belly. We kind of feel your uterus and ovaries between our hands as best we can from the outside, and this helps us to feel your uterus, ovaries, and check to see if there's any growth or cyst or discomfort. It it will probably be uncomfortable, but it shouldn't be painful. So you need to let us know if something is hurting. 
<clears throat> we wanna answer all of your questions in this visit. So it's important that your first gynecologic appointment is a positive experience. That is our goal that you feel heard, that your questions are answered. Uh, we never want you to be embarrassed to talk to us about anything. And remember, we talk to hundreds of women every day about all of the things. So nothing is too embarrassing. We totally understand uh, where it is you're coming from. So how do you prepare for your first gyno appointment? Okay, you may have heard all of these stories. It's really easy to prepare for your first gynecologic appointment. Be sure to schedule your exam kind of in the middle of your cycle because you may be uncomfortable coming whenever you're um, actually bleeding. Now, should you not have your first gynecologic appointment when you're on your period, truly from a, from a medical standpoint, it doesn't matter to us. It's not going to keep us from examining you, but it may be more uncomfortable for you because you might be having cramping and you might be uncomfortable having the bleeding during your exam. If you have irregular periods, you've got to make sure that you mention that to us because it may be impossible for you to even predict um, when your cycle's coming. And so then when should you schedule? But in terms of prep, there's truly nothing that you need to do. Now, I have seen recommendations like um, for the two days before your exam, don't have sacks, don't douche, don't use powders or creams or use tampons or put anything in your vagina. Let's slow our roll. Remember that the most of the time you are not even going to need an exam, a pelvic exam. Um, and most, we may be looking at the vulva for the first visit. So um, I don't think that most of that truly applies. And I also want to remind you to say no to douche. You should never be douching. The vagina is a self-cleaning oven. There is no need to douche. Um, and use of powders or creams, again, unnecessary. Your vagina is not supposed to smell like a rose garden. It is a vagina and there is a natural odor there. Um, if there is a foul fishy odor or increase in discharge, there may be an infection that needs to be addressed. And so you just need to mention that to us. But again, no powders, no creams, no... Feminine hygiene products are necessary. Um, and if you're more comfortable using tampons versus um, pads, again, use whatever you're comfortable for for your cycles, um, regardless of where your, I'm sorry, regardless of where your um, dying appointment falls. Okay, do I need to shave down there? This is a really um, a common like concern. Like you feel like you have to groom to come to the gynecologist. Truly, we are not judging your pubic hair. It totally is up to you. It's a personal choice. It will not affect your exam at all. If you're going to shave, you want to make sure that you have your own razor, that you're not sharing razors and that you have washed the skin uh, with um, soap prior to shaving to avoid any bacterial infections. And, you know, you can get ingrown hairs and things like that. Um, a very but I understand if um, the hair goes out of the um, bathing suit boundaries, right? That you may want to um, trim that. But again, no need to groom specifically for your gyne appointment. Your gynecologist is not judging your pubic hair. Okay, one last thing, like what do I do to stay healthy, right? Um, if this is an annual wellness exam, an annual gynecologic check, how do we keep ourselves healthy throughout the year? Um, and this is one of the 
key reasons for the visit. Making good lifestyle choices helps you to stay strong and healthy for years to come. So maintaining a healthy weight, eating a well-balanced diet, exercising often, avoiding smoking, alcohol, and illegal drugs. Um, if you are having significant emotional ups and downs or feeling depressed, getting help, asking for help. Um, using birth control if you're having sex and you do not want to have a baby. Raising children is very hard to ask. Um, and we know that most teenagers have big plans for their life and we want to see you achieve those. Um, to protect yourself from uh, sexually transmitted infections, we want you to use a condom and know your partners and limit the number of partners because that increased your risk for sexually transmitted infections. You may have papillomavirus that can lead to cervical cancer, et cetera. And then keeping up with your routine exams and tests and immunizations is a great way to, for your overall health um, to make sure that we are catching anything early. All right, I think that covers it. Um, what a complete guide to your first gynecologic visit. If you have any additional questions, please shoot us an email at hello at skywomenshealth.com. Look forward to chatting until next week. Be well. the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and we help relieve back pain and pelvic pain in pregnancy and beyond. If you are pregnant and having pain and you feel like you have no reliable way to relieve it, look us up at skywomenshealth.com, request an appointment, and we'll call to get you scheduled. As a board-certified OB-GYN with a Neuromusculoskeletal Medicine Fellowship, I help you realign with hands-on drug-free treatment and relieve pain on the spot without medication. We'll help you maintain these results through your pregnancy and postpartum period. Every pregnant person deserves this, and we are so excited to serve you. You can find us on our website, as mentioned, or on social at Sky Women's Health, or you can call the office at 817-915-9803. That's it for today. Until next week, be well.